This is Show Me Today. The state's electric cooperatives are producing power for rural customers and increasing demand as technology grows and weather changes. Caleb Jones is the CEO of Missouri Electric Co-ops, and he explains how it all works and why Missouri is different than many states. Missouri Electric Co-ops serve right around 600,000 households, almost 2 million people. Uh, and then if you look at our, our physical footprint, we serve over 80% of the state's land mass. So while we may not serve the entire you know, majority of the population, 80% of the state is served by rural electric co-ops. Great deal of our listeners are in in the rural areas and are served by these co-ops. And as a nonprofit, you have to serve your member owners, right? So it's less about profit being profit driven. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the the electric co-ops were were founded in the 1930s, and really the reason that they were uh, created uh, was because as electricity was coming into to the United States and being deployed everywhere. Uh, obviously, it was being deployed in the cities where there were a lot of people, but rural Missouri and rural America was left out. And so what happened was was Franklin Delano Roosevelt, uh, 1935, I believe, created the REA, and that allowed uh, cooperatives to form and actually get loans from the federal government to start building out in areas in, across rural Missouri. And let's fast forward to today. What does today's energy mix look like for power companies like yours? And are we keeping up with demand? Yeah, uh, great question. You know, I think one of the biggest challenges any any electric provider has is making sure that when you flip those switches at home, those lights come on. Uh, so, you know, our our motto and our focus is always affordable, reliable electricity. And, and obviously, uh, the reliability part is certainly something that, a lot of people don't spend a lot of time discussing because they just kind of count on it. Um, for us, obviously, that's something we, we spend a lot of time, effort, and energy focused on. Uh, and to do that, we have a really diverse mix of energy that we use. Uh, right now, about 34% of the electricity we produce is made from coal, about 40% gas. Uh, 22% of it is renewable energy. Uh, between wind and hydro, and then there's a small percentage we'll buy off the market uh, if if it makes sense for us. And what does it mean to buy it off the market? So for us, whenever we look at at providing energy to our member owners, uh, our first first goal is to make sure that we get it as cheap as possible to our members because we are a nonprofit. And uh, so when you talk about buying it off the grid. Uh, there's a lot of times where you could actually get paid to take in energy from other states. Uh, the reason being is uh, for like wind, uh, wind gets a renewable energy credit, a REC, and in order to collect that credit, they have to keep the wind turbine going. Well, if they already have a max amount of energy already being used and have excess, they have to get it off the lines, but they still have to keep that windmill turning so they get their credit. So we've actually... There have been times, it doesn't happen very often, obviously, but there have been times where we've actually been paid to take energy from other states and distribute it out to our membership. So it's leftover energy, needs to be used somewhere, and you can bring it here to Missouri. Now, in a previous job, I was a business reporter, and I remember that the electric cooperatives were involved early in green energy. How do you work with this green energy now? And I know you mentioned 22% renewable. How does that all fit in? The big question I get asked a lot is, why aren't you 100% renewable? Well, 
I think the short answer is is you know if I look had a crystal ball and looked in the future, I I see a future where we could be 100% renewable. But right now, uh, I think it's important that we have the reliable electricity available to our members. So having a mix of coal, gas, and renewables uh, allows us to get help uh, get renewables onto our system, but still have all the electricity our members need at all times. So to do that, you have to have a mix of that right now. You know, at, at some point, uh, at, you know, looking at the future from a renewable standpoint, I think there there could be a future of 100% renewables. The biggest obstacle right now, Ashley, uh, is is the technology that's out there. Um, we don't have a battery system that could actually hold electricity long enough whenever the sun isn't shining or the wind isn't blowing and not producing renewables. So we don't have the technology there to hold that electricity to distribute whenever that isn't occurring. So we have to rely on baseload energy like coal and gas. We're talking to Caleb Jones, who is the CEO of Missouri's Electric Co-ops. Just about the cooperatives and, and what's what's going on today with that. And um, so you mentioned that there's still some things that are, we kind of put it all together. You also, I just saw a press release today that said that Mizzou is studying how factors like humidity, wind, rainfall, clouds, temperature can change our energy bills, can change power and power usage and stuff. Um, we don't often think of that, but is, is that true? Absolutely. You know, if you, you look across the state of Missouri, um, we have we are constantly dealing with peaks. So a peak for us is when everyone decides to turn on all their electrical appliances, turn on their electric heat, uh, plug in their car, turn on their computers, whatever. Um, we have to have the electricity available to provide that. And especially uh, during wintertime, whenever you're dealing with some really cold weather, uh, there's a lot of electric heat out uh, in Missouri. So we, you know, that's probably one of the biggest times that we have a peak where we have to have the assets available, the electricity available to make sure everybody still has reliable electricity. So, yeah, absolutely. Weather has a huge factor in it, uh, certainly. And then, then also, quite frankly, just technology. I mean, you see more and more uh, electricity. Uh, electrical instruments in people's houses, whether it's TVs, computers, whatever, uh, that are also drawing in more electricity. Right. So that sort of brings me to the grid, too. There's so much going on and so much we're dependent on. Are we are we safe? Is, is the grid in a safe place? What do we do to protect this thing that seems to drive every aspect of our lives, which is power, electricity? The short answer is yes, absolutely. Uh, here in Missouri, we have a very... Uh, strong transmission grid uh, that provides, you know, for us, if you think about who we serve, we pr- we have the most el- largest electric grid because we serve all of the rural areas. Uh, in fact, we've got, I think, it's close to 130,000 miles of electric lines out there. So you line all those up, that, that goes about halfway to the moon. Uh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's, it's certainly a lot, um, but most importantly, we have the capabilities, and, and obviously technology has helped us with with uh, some of our monitoring of the transmission grid. But we have a very uh, robust system and, and program in place to make sure that our grid never goes down. You know, the other thing I think that makes Missouri really unique compared to even a lot of other co-ops across the country is we generate all of our own electricity. 
So while uh, if you if you look in other states, uh, a lot of these electrical co-ops are having to buy a lot of energy off of off of the grid from other entities. We are really self-served uh, with all of our own uh, coal, gas, wind, and hydro generation, so that we provide all of our own electricity available to our members. So that really keeps us. We keep everything kind of in-house, is what I always call it. Wow. I would imagine some of the smaller northeastern states and stuff don't have that luxury, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's uh, it's certainly given us the ability to provide reliable and affordable electricity. If you look at, at the Missouri Electric Co-op's rates uh, across the country, we are clearly at uh, some of the cheapest electricity that you'll find. And, and we're seeing a lot of growth of of folks wanting to move uh, companies, factories, businesses here, really uh, based on, on our electric rates. Looking to the future, will there be a time, do you think, that we won't have power lines down because of bad weather? Will, is there a solution to that? Is, is, is bearing power lines an option, or will we always just be susceptible to that? Well, uh, I mean, I think anything's possible, Ashley. I think the, the biggest obstacle uh, when it comes to, to power lines and, and bearing them is just the cost of it. You know, you look at a, at the cost between bearing a line and running a line on, on an electric pole, it's almost probably close to five times as much bearing it. And, you know, we serve uh, 90% of the poverty-stricken co- uh, counties in the entire uh, country. And so for our members, affordable is pretty important as well, and, and making sure that uh, we we have the electricity available, but also make it affordable so that our members can actually uh, have that electricity is one of our priorities. So, as much as I think any co-op in the in the country would love to bury every line possible, so we never have to worry about it, I don't think that's feasible right now. Does do the co-ops have any role right now with the distribution of uh, broadband? Is that something you guys are, are working with at all? Absolutely. Uh, just about every co-op in the state is uh, is either deploying broadband themselves or working closely with partners to to try to get broadband onto their lines out to the, to rural Missouri. You know, this is one of those topics that I think uh, if if the co-ops had a magic wand, they would make sure all of their members get provided high-speed fiber broadband uh, internet to them, just like they're being provided electricity uh, for a lot of areas since it's such a, a a uh, vast area, you know, we, we, we have some co-ops that average two members per mile, uh, wow. and getting that out there to them and being able to financially do it, it certainly has some challenges, but, you know, rest assured, all of our co-ops, this is, this is one of those topics. I think if you go anywhere, it's, it's being discussed on, on either how do we, how do we, uh, get into this, or how do we find a partner who's willing to do it that we can work with to make sure our members get what they deserve? Caleb Jones is the CEO of Missouri's Electric Co-ops and has given us lots of great time and information today, letting us know where we are and how empowered we are here in Missouri. Thank you so much for your time today and for being on our show, Show Me Today. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity.